0: Hey guys, it's Dr. Delvina, board certified psychiatrist in South Florida. Are you ready to take the couch? Some of you DM'd me, you inboxed me, you emailed me, you texted me, and said you want to hear more about children and teenagers. So I am hitting it hard. We are on the couch today, again, talking about teens and children. Depression and Anxiety. I'm a guest on the Rick and Sasha Syndicated Morning Show. And we talk about what depression looks like in children, especially in boys. How to manage a situation when your child is struggling emotionally. You know, that whole emotional intelligence. And we also talk about how to help our kids with coping. And of course, we had to have a discussion about self-injury cutting and things as such so listen to rick sasha and george wilborn and i as we discuss children teens and depression and anxiety too thanks for joining me on the couch
1: the national mental health awareness month and uh, we had to have none other than my good friend board certified psychiatrist dr delvina on with us
2: Girl hey and, hey, and please follow her on her social, Dr. Delvina, because she is doing so many things. I'm following you all the time. So you just go, girl. Yeah. Oh,
0: thank you. Thank you, guys. Brain love. You know what it is. Brain love. <laughs> Speaking
1: of brain love, uh, some people are about to go to their minds. How are you, first of all, how are you coping with this um, quarantine yourself?
0: Man, so let me <laughs> tell you, I had some challenges because I love to eat out. I like going to restaurants. I like trying different things and traveling. So I had to just fall all the way back and just find another way to buy my calm. So um, and, you know, we've been busy in the office because our numbers have really gone up, unfortunately, because of people who are trying to to cope with this new new. Um, so I've been busy whenever your mind is engaged. Um, typically, you can avoid sadness and anxiety and stuff. You know what they say and Idle Mind is a devil's workshop, so I haven't been idle. But I get out, I get fresh air, I try to exercise. I do the Zoom thing with family and friends
2: and with my staff. Dr. Delvina, with the Zoom with your patients, because it's so different when you go sit in front of your doctor and have conversation, how are the patients adapting to that?
1: I always wonder how that works, too. Answer that when we come back in 10 minutes. you Rick and Sasha with George Wilborn, and we're talking to board-certified psychiatrist Dr. Delvina, we're going to be talking about children, depression, and the pandemic. Don't no move. It's Rick and Sasha with George Wilborn, which side the party? Poll at 888 This is Mental Health Awareness Month. Dr. Delvina's on the phone with us. She's a board certified psychiatrist. Children, depression, and the pandemic. Now, right before the break, Sasha, you asked her about people seeing the doctor virtually through Zoom.
2: Because it's so different when you go sit in front of your doctor and have conversation. How are the patients adapting? Wow, we had a
0: patient today who was like, Look, I am not (laughs) trying to do video. I'm gonna come to the
2: office. (laughs) And in the
0: and in the beginning it was the same way. They were like, What? I can't come to the office?
2: Right. Okay,
0: I can wear a mask and we just told them like, you know, unfortunately. we got to do phone or video. And actually, most patients are opting for phone. I guess some of them just, you know, they don't want to be seen on video or. Um, Maybe they just They're not Properly dressed Or something like that So a lot of them Are opting to just Do the phone session And not do any video
1: Uh, This is good stuff So Dr. Delvina Hold on for one second So we're going to talk About kids And depression And COVID-19 During this uh, pandemic So while we've been Talking about Zoom They're used to using Zoom To do their homework And they're used to being On the computer And it's not so fun These days What are the signs We're back in 10 minutes With board certified Psychiatrist Dr. Delvina it's Rick and Sasha with George Wilborn, and we're talking to board-certified psychiatrist Dr. Delvina.
2: Hey, Dr. Delvina, we know our babies are going through a lot with not being able to go to their graduations and proms. How, are you, how do we cope with them and help them through this process right now as parents?
0: Oh, we have to be very open to our children. We have to receive whatever energy that they're giving to us. Mm -hmm. Depression in teens and children, it can destroy the essence of their personality. So Mm -hmm. when your child is um, not their usual selves, if they're acting out, if they're not behaving um, in an acceptable manner, give them um, leeway, you know, give them give them that allow them to sort of act out and then try to understand it try to process it with them so first off don't pay attention to the behavior itself necessarily like let's say if your daughter is snippy with you or um your son is kind of sort of rude or you know doesn't give you the greeting of the day or something like that don't focus on that piece of it but Mm -hmm. instead consider okay what's going on here because my baby doesn't usually act like this so I need to get to the root of this problem so give them extra consideration number one
1: and then another way to do that couldn't you just uh, beat the hell out of them as I well? was waiting another? for it George I knew
2: you was going to say it <laughs> 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 being disrespectful so to my yeah, I mean, and sometimes you,
1: can beat the, you can beat it out of them sometimes <laughs> right <now>. well,
2: <laughs> no okay I'll listen to the second
1: point I'll listen to your second point, because I know back in the Say that used to be one of the things that oh, we God. use, but I don't think we use right. it anymore. Right. Yeah, yeah. Doctor Delvina. I, we yeah. want to stay out of
2: jail. So go ahead, Doctor
0: Delvina. I, I, I was just about to say that. I want all of us to stay out of jail. So. Yes, right. And right. You know, yes. Instead of beating the hell out of them,
2: <laughs>
0: we will give them that extra consideration and knowing that maybe they just didn't know how to channel their energy or to communicate with you and let you know that they're not feeling well, that they're feeling melancholy or they're feeling blue or that they're disappointed they can't walk for graduation. Or Now, now pause, that- Dr.
1: Delvina. Uh, George and I are from the south side of Chicago. Melancholy is not a word we use on the south side. <laughs> but we did move to the north side right, and they right. used it all the time on the north side. And, and, and <laughs> for those of those that are still stuck on the south side, uh, please explain melancholy.
0: No.
2: You, you know
0: what? And so I'm, we, I'm glad you asked. Yes. Because you, that is a very good point. So, <laughs> melancholy, aka sad, aka mm-hmm. upset, aka angry, right? Mm-hmm. Because boy, young boys may not say, "Mom, I'm sad." They're angry as hell. They're not going to be sad or say that they're feeling blue or maybe. Or even melancholy,
1: right? (laughs) Or (laughs) Or even even melancholy. (laughs) Mom, I'm feeling melancholy right now.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Well, we'll know what side of town they live on if they (laughs) say that. She'll come
1: whip my ass again just for saying that. You feeling (laughs) what? (laughs) (laughs) I'm sorry. Yes,
0: it's okay. That's a very good point. But so. All of those things are known as feeling blue or having sadness or, as I mm. said, the anger The you know, yeah. cause boys get angry. They get irritable. They're not going to mm, tell yes. you I'm sad. They're not going to cry. Yes. They're going to act out instead. And there's certain behaviors that we might see with our kids wow. that demonstrates to us that they're going through something or that they may have this sadness, feeling down mm-hmm. in the dumps or upset yeah. or, you know, things aren't right with them.
2: Dr. Delvina, with children, well, teenagers with depression, it amazes me that they start cutting themselves. Oh, my God. What is that?
0: Wow, Sasha, you just tapped into an area that people are not talking about, although it's happening more than it has before.
1: All right, 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 right. Hold on, y'all. This is about to get deep. So, children are harming themselves. That's just one sign of depression. Dr. Delvina is going to come back with that in 10 minutes. Don't move. It's Rick and Sasha with George Wilborn. It's Rick and Sasha with George Willborn. we're talking to board certified psychiatrist Dr. Delvina We're talking about children, depression and COVID-19 And when it comes to depression Children have a different kind of way Of expressing themselves And sometimes we may not know it And Sasha, you just touched on something
2: Dr. Delvina, with children Well, teenagers with depression It amazes me that they start cutting themselves what, Oh my gosh What, what, what is that?
0: Wow, Sasha, you just tapped
2: into an area that people are
0: not talking about, although it's happening more than it has before. Cutting, so that is a a real thing right now. So it used to be maybe what you and I were like in junior high school and high school. It wasn't really popular, but now it's something that kids have formed groups. They have online groups. They have videos online showing one another how to cut, and they're cutting. Yes, ma'am. And they're cutting not to kill themselves or directly harm themselves or because they're suicidal. They're cutting because some teenagers have told me they're just bored. Some have said that they're angry inside and this is their way of trying to um, quell that anger or to reduce the anger or make themselves feel better by cutting. Some of them feel like they have no control over anything. And this is the only way they can control anything is by Uh, causing pain to themselves and cutting their bodies because it's their body so they can do what they want. That's their interpretation. So cutting has become a really big deal. And to parents out there, talk to your kids about that. Are they hanging around other kids who are cutting? Are they cutting? And they are not going to cut in areas that you will see easily. They will cut on their their inner thighs, on their abdomen, Mm. or their belly. If they're wearing long sleeves all the time, they may be cutting on their arms. And usually they cut not deeply to the point of needing sutures or stitches or having to go to the hospital. They cut just a little bit so that way it doesn't get to the point where someone has to know about it because they have to get uh, medical care or seek medical care.
2: Right.
1: Now, Dr. Delvina, as it relates to children and adults, just people, period, anxiety and depression, they're always lumped into the same category. Uh, Are they opposite? Same thing. Talk to us.
0: No, they're not, but oftentimes they do occur together. So sometimes you'll have folks who, because of not being able to control their sadness or their depression, they then start to feel anxious or they feel nervous because they feel like they're out of control. And then you may have people who uh, suffer from anxiety and because they feel so embarrassed about always being anxious or nervous. That they start to feel sad or they start to have some depression because of it. So sometimes they commingle, but they are definitely two different types of illnesses. Anxiety being the most common mental health disorder worldwide, worldwide, and also in our country. And people don't realize it, but teens, children suffer from anxiety a lot wow. and don't say it and don't admit it to their parents.
2: Mm. Dr. Delvina. A lot. um, Some people have insurance. Some people don't have insurance. So If I have insurance, I'll be able to call and make an appointment to my doctor. But if I don't have insurance and my kid is having an issue like this, who do I reach out to for help?
0: Yes. Oh, man, that's a great question, because access to care has been a big issue, especially in the black community. The first thing that you can do is you can try to visit a commun- a community mental health center. Most big cities or towns, they'll have that. If you don't know if where you live, if a community mental health center is available, the best thing to do is to call your nearest emergency room because they'll know what those health centers are because they're trying to disposition cases or people in the emergency rooms who are coming in for these types of things. So I would start by calling the emergency room for your local hospital and just asking them for the name and the number. The other thing, of course, is Google. You can go on Google and just put in a search for community centers, community health centers, that sort of thing. Community mental health center. Um, And then um, things like NAMI, N A M I, National Alliance on Mental Illness dot org. They, too, have a listing of certain community health centers and also providers who may have programs where you can still be seen without insurance we have it in my office as well we have a foundation that we raise money for and people who don't have um, the insurance or the money to go and be seen as like you know a concierge patient they can come in and we offer them a certain amount of sessions at no fee or for like a low copay
1: right and one of the biggest questions dr dovina if these are left untreated what happens And we want you to answer that when we come back in 10 minutes. It's Rick and Sasha with George Wilborn. We're talking to board certified psychiatrist, Dr. Delvina, children, depression and COVID-19.
2: It's
1: Rick and Sasha with George Wilborn. went out inside the party poll with Dr. Delvina. Uh, She's a board certified psychiatrist. So a lot of people are dealing with this pandemic and they can't get out. Dealing with a lot of anxiety, depression, especially children. They don't have an option. If these things are left untreated, Dr. Delvina, what can we expect?
0: (sighs) The worst case scenario, Rick, if it's not treated, people become suicidal. Some people feel very helpless and hopeless and have determined that life is not worth living anymore. And they start having thoughts about not living, about not waking up, about taking their lives. They just don't care anymore. So that's the, the, the most severe thing that can happen if these things go untreated. In addition to that. Depression, anxiety that's not treated can increase your blood pressure, can cause your blood sugar to elevate. So people develop new problems or um, they have worsened problems. They may have already been a diabetic, already had high blood pressure, and now those things become uncontrolled because of the stress associated with their depression, with their anxiety, with their sadness. So it can be what we call co-occurring. It can uh, occur along with some other physical ailment and cause that physical ailment to be difficult to treat or to control, which could lead to a heart attack or a stroke or something like that. So these things, when they're not treated, the, and, and I guess the most insignificant cases, we see that people don't go to work. So that could happen too. If you don't get help for this, you miss days from work. You miss days from school. And then also your relationships suffer. You don't want to be with your significant other. Maybe you're not as sexual. We see that with men who have sadness and depression and they don't treat it. They lose interest in sexual relations. So they no longer want to be involved with their partners. So relationships suffer too when people don't go and get treated.
1: That's a lot. That's just a lot to deal with. So Dr. Delvina, what are treatment options for people?
0: Ooh, we I love that question because there's so much out there now. You know, we don't just encourage medications and or psychotherapy. There are other things people can do. Of course, folks have heard about doing the yoga, the meditation, exercising, when those things fail and you don't want medication, you don't have time for psychotherapy, then you should consider things like CBD. You should consider things like medicinal mm-hmm. cannabis, depending on the state that you live in.
2: Uh oh. Yes,
0: ma'am. Yeah. It's the go. truth. Oh, I just though.
2: said. Uh oh. I know it, George's ears just went up. Okay. No, no, it works.
1: It works. <laughs> 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 Doctor back, Thank you so much. Uh, tell us where we can find you, please.
0: Please find me on Spotify. I have a podcast, The Brain Love Podcast, as well as on Instagram, Facebook, and on YouTube as Dr. Dalvina, which is D R D E L D as in Victor E N A. And my website is drdalvina.help, H E L P.
1: All right, Dr. Dalvina, board certified psychiatrist. Thank you so much. We'll be calling on you again real soon, okay?
0: Oh, it's great. Thank you, Rick and Salsa and George. Have a good one. Thank you. You too. You too. Bye bye. Bye -bye.
2: Everybody out real radio. radio. Listen, people
0: It's the end of an episode. Thank you guys for joining me on my couch. It's been a pleasure. It's Dr. Delvina. Remember, every day you must have brain love.